Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode 36. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today is Casey Cool. Hello. And Armored Andy, previously of Davion Matrix fame. Ooh, the artist formerly known as Davion Matrix, <laughs> as we were saying. Dude, are you breaking up the band? What's going on, no, Andy? No, no, I was thinking about rebranding. Um, as as you yeah. guys know from previous podcasts, I've had uh, Davion Matrix as a name for uh, well to the, let's see, the the advent of, uh, of AOL, of America Online. So I thought I wanted to change something up. I wanted to have maybe something a little more appealing, a little more eye-catching, uh, and a little bit more something kind of on brand with what I'm going for. So so Armored Andy is, uh, is where it's at now. Dude, are they even going to let you change Thank your you. AIM account at this point? <laughs> Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to call him, dude. I'll have to call him. Oh, man, I don't. I don't have another CD. I don't have a CD. I don't know how to find them. I need another five hundred hours. Don't worry. Oh man, I forgot about those. Just getting those in the mail. That was the best. They're, they would just come out of nowhere. Like you just find them in parking yeah. lots. Like that's where you went to get one. I think is you just went to an mm-hmm. abandoned parking lot, and there you go. I had a friend in high school who I won't reveal his name, but he would call AOL when the free trial was up, and would just complain. He would just bitch and moan for an hour and they would give him another free like three months and he did this every time like he had it for free for like three years that's dedication so, i love that it is yeah it is it's also insanity but i mean and no, sometimes people know if you complain you can get what you want that's true right? that's kind of how that works that's what i teach my children that's what i tell my son son if you want it bad enough complain more i think that one's gonna bite you in the butt i'm just saying no no no, dude, it's just, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. That's what you do. Um, speaking of that, so how is the name working out for you, Andy? Why, why, why Armored Andy, too? Uh, well, I wanted to go with something kind of a medieval fantasy kind of feel, like, you know, knights and, oh, nice. and armor and stuff. And uh, there were a couple, there weren't, I, I thought of that one first, and I put it to a vote with a couple people in Discord, you know, with my, mm-hmm. my audience there. Um, a couple people came up with some other names, like there was Axum Andy, which would have been fun, but it would have kind of pigeonholed me. A lot of us thought it would have pigeonholed me. So, yeah. so I figured something kind of all-encompassing um, would probably be the play. And so, I've, I mean, I've only had it. It's only been unveiled officially on Twitch and all that for the last like two days or so. Um, but it has been, it's been warmly received. There have been a couple of people that are like, no, no, where's my Davian? But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm right here. I'm still right here. So do you have so. to like wear full yeah. knight's armor when you record from now on? Um, not always, but it could turn there. We could figure something out. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're gonna use a, st- a sword on stream, right? That's how you get the high scores. Uh, well, Gallagher had the sledgematic, and nothing's stopping me from having like Excalibur, <laughs> slicing up some watermelons. No, dude, you could. You could. Just get a little guillotine back there Ooh. cut them up when, like, something bad happens. I like Sha-sha. it. Because I know you were talking about making that Star Wars robot with the Raspberry yep. Pi. So what if you did that with a guillotine Ooh. instead? That would go. So what games are you playing? Are you shifting the games you're going to play? Uh, I thought about that. Like, I don't want people to think just because it's a medieval, like, fantasy theme that I'm going for, it would affect the games that I play. Because um, I'm still playing uh, Seven Days to Die. A lot. I even yeah. played it today. Um, I'm still playing PUBG. I played PUBG with uh, a buddy who was doing a um, 24-hour stream last night. So at oh, about wow. 2 o'clock 
our time until about five o'clock. Uh, we got one chicken dinner, so hey. something. I mean, we're not, we're not going to hey. figure out how many bots were in there. But, no bots, uh, zero. Our, uh, that was right. good. Yeah, I, I have a yep. challenge for you, uh, Andy. <laughs> so I don't know if you recall me talking to you. I think we mm -hmm. talked about it off air, or maybe last time here. Spell break. That's right. You okay. haven't told me about it yet. So I would love for you to get a chicken dinner in that because we all have, and it's our, it's my, my, it's so easy. I'm like anybody can do it. I can do it. Anybody can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure and, the first mission is bots, though. I mean, the tutorial mission just has to be a whole bunch of computers. Well, the tutorial is computers, but no way. That first game, I think there's players. I, I don't want to break it to you. I don't want to break your heart. <laughs> I've won more than once, dude. I can say that, all right? Of course, I had to start a new character and a new account, but that doesn't count, right? <laughs> but Right. But Andy, I would love for you to send us your pick of that in the Discord. I think that would be... That's my gamer tag challenge for you. And I would love to... I'll come in and stream and harass you about it. Are you playing the new WoW? shadowlands because i know you're playing wow for a we while we were playing wow um a, a group of us was but we were only playing it once a week and if that so we uh we had to say we had to say goodbye but i have been watching a couple other streamers playing and it does look like fun um i did pick up assassin's creed valhalla oh that's a great segue oh. so how far are yeah. you into valhalla um well what i did what i didn't realize i thought the main story would take you to all the different places in Norway to do all the little things that were around there. So I, I want to say showed up in England at like power 18, Whoa. <laughs> which was, yeah. So, uh, and then people told me, Oh, when you go to the map, you can go to the Atlas and you can actually go back. And I was like, Oh, thank goodness. Cause I thought once I got to England, that was it. It's like, I did what I could there. I can't go back there. Yeah. But now I, I started going back. I think I did almost everything that I could. I mean, there are a couple places that are like power 280, which no matter what I do at whatever level, you can't, you just can't beat <laughs> anything there. So I'm playing this game too. So did you go back and clear out like the majority of Norway? Yep. yep. I went back. Nicely mm -hmm. done. Yeah. That's a feat. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I'm back in England now. Um, I think I'm tickling, what is it? East, East Anglia, maybe somewhere over there. I played it. I played it last week, or I played it uh, over the weekend. What I've been noticing though is, is do you guys notice it's just a crazy like GPU suck on your machine? Do you guys ever do you run into that issue? I'm not playing it, but I know he's playing it on the Series X. So yeah, I, I got the know. Series X, where is where I'm playing it, and it. Let me tell you what, it runs a lot quicker than the launch Xbox One <laughs> console. I tell you what, so I'm just happy that it's not taking me 16 minutes to load into the game. You know yeah. what I mean? God, I didn't realize it was so no. bad on the old systems. Well, I mean, it's not that bad, but seriously, you're waiting a while. Well, how far are you, Shelby? Let's talk about you. How far are you in there? I want to say I'm about 16, 17 hours in, and I'm really liking it. I think this may be one of the better Assassin's Creed games <laughs> that I've played. Um, I really like the way that you're forced to set up a base camp or a new settlement, if you will, in the England area. Um, I think it's really well tied in with the narrative this time. It feels like in other scenarios, it feels a little tacked on maybe in some of the older Assassin's Creed games. And this one feels like it makes a lot more sense. Like you come to this new land, you're from Norway. Now you have to build this camp and find supplies to build these different buildings. Um, it's also kind of cool because they have that raiding mechanic where you can jump from city to city, run in, grab the supplies, mm. go back and build new huts that ultimately unlock new skills or new abilities which avatar are you playing are you playing the male or female avatar 
I am playing both. This is the first game oh, that's, that's ever right. allowed you to play both, which is just like, I don't know, let the game decide. Like, I don't really know how that works out. So it de- is it mission dependent? Like, hey, you're going to, that's interesting. You get to leave. What about you, Andy? I'm playing the guy. And I think Sean is playing yeah. the the female, the lady. And I'm curious because he's having, I, I, I don't, do they have different play styles? No, doubtful. No? Very doubtful. Um, I don't believe they do. I think it's the exact same thing, just a different character skin, which is completely customizable, might I add. Like hair, tattoos. Um, from what I can tell, you can really get down into some finite details. And you, but you haven't noticed a difference switching between the two. I have not switched between the two. So when I picked the either or option, like I don't know, let the game decide. We'll kind of bounce back and forth between timelines. It chose the female lead, and I haven't gone away from it. And I've been playing for, like I said, 16, 17 mm. hours. Um, there is a spot where you, I don't want to give any spoilers, but you play a different character that's not your main character at one point. And I switched sexes when I got into that mm. character arc. That yeah. happened to me too. Can I say Anomaly or no? <laughs> is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, in the Matrix. Yeah, the yeah. Anomaly. Because I yeah. had, well, well, this is oh. my first Assassin's Creed game, so I don't know oh. any of that stuff. So suddenly, yeah, I saw it and was like, uh, okay, I'm suddenly a chick. With a cool scarf, and we're jumping on, <laughs> on blue blocks and trying to redirect energy. And uh, oh, you're playing the platform. You're playing Celeste. Is that what you're yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was a nice. It was a nice little aside, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think there's a handful of those types of different departures from the main story throughout the course of of the game, from what I've seen. Um, I am really impressed with the side content, and I guess it's nothing new because they did the same thing in the last two Assassin's Creed assassin's creed but all the side content is completely customizable it's not fresh it's not fetch quests it's not like bring me 30 goats it's actually character developed npcs which i think is pretty well done um it's very fleshed out i don't know how well done it is and compared to quality of the main story but i would say that there's it's it's all handcrafted which i'm impressed with um you're also playing a shooter man game now a new one a rpg shooter man game shooter man game <laughs> uh i played a little destiny 2 this week with doctor with doctor right? and the guns feel so good in destiny 2 i don't know i just got in there and i'm like man this is a lot of fun to just like kind of talk smack and shoot people that's awesome it's great um, I'm probably going to try to keep playing it a little bit. What class did you pick? Um, I have a, I played through base destiny. I have a warlock and a hunter. Oh, so you switch between them. Okay. Um, I played the hunter, uh, this week and I'll probably stick with the hunter because doctor has a warlock. So I'm just going to play the hunter to yeah, have that balanced. different character class. Yeah. How many mm-hmm. people are in team? Uh, Four? Fire teams. Three. Three. Oh, interesting. Three, but raids are six, I think. So six, that's okay. my new goal is to like do one of the raids. And yeah, it may be like the first raid that came out six years ago, but still, I think I want to do it. That's cool. Yeah, it's free to play. Why not? Right? Dude, and, and all of the expansions are included in Game Pass right now. Whoa. Which is a trip. Yeah, because they just came out with one. Interesting. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. You're also sweet. What's sweet? The sweet, sweet victory you feel when you see end credits on a video game. Okay, you definitely cheated. I can tell that you cheated on this one. <laughs> why? Why do you always do this to me? <laughs> because there's no way you beat a game in a week. That's just not your style. Yeah. Aren't? Don't you normally like milk one? Don't you normally milk it for a long time? No, 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 no. 
haven't I beat one for didn't I beat three in one month our first month on you and like I was like okay like when I was going hard dude you're about to be a dairy farmer the way you're milking this deal I'm just saying <laughs> no I started that game fresh I had no hours into it you can look at when I started the playtime you can see when the game was started I'll, I'll pull the screenshot up I'll put it on our Twitter I beat it in about 20 hours oh, then, then it's official it's on the internet it's official yeah dude you know the rule screenshots where it didn't happen bruh <laughs> so you played and beat Hyper Light Drifter I did what did you think well you played it and andy have you played hyperlight drifter are you familiar with hyperlight drifter no i'm looking it up right now actually i'm actually shocked that you liked this game as much as you did to be honest with you really uh-huh. well you and doctor were so like into it You're like yeah that's the one because doctor saying the music was great and the music's pretty okay it's good it's ambient it's very ambient in like the moment but dude dude <laughs> when i was playing this game like the first two hours like why haven't i played this more it gives you it's a no it definitely the guy mm. was inspired the creator uh, was inspired by Zelda, the Link to the Past, or the top-down Zeldas. I cannot say enough good things about this game. Oh my god. Really? It is a quick game. There's not a lot to it. It's You, you have these sequences that are super hyper-violent. There's this really sweet pixel art, and this game just oozes drips style. And you know I'm a sucker for that. I've talked about it many times with games, right? But it's really well done. It's not easy, but it's not hard. It balances really well. Like, if you die, you will respawn at the beginning of the room. A lot of times, like, if you think of a Zelda dungeon, so then you have to re-kill everything in the room. <laughs> and you can buy perks and abilities, but you have everything's hidden. Like, the money's hidden. And the thing that gets me, and that you and Doctor didn't tell me about, like, the first hour is like, wait, no one's mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. There's no dialogue. Everything's mm-hmm. pictures. And I, so you're like, okay, you're trying to figure it out. And I don't know if you remember, so you're this character called the Drifter. And he is dying. He is coughing up blood throughout the game, right? He has an illness. And other people are dying for this illness, and he is actively looking for the cure, right? And the, uh, the studio made this is called Heart Machine, and Vice did a wonderful piece on this, and I think this is what got me into it too. The uh, creator of Hyperlight Drifter, Alex Preston, did a piece on him and Vice because you, you're this, the Drifter, someone that's sick, right? And he had been had been dying. So Alex Preston had been dying at, since he was a kid, uh, or not dying, having heart problems. He, he'd been having heart issues since he was a kid. And this whole game is kind of an allegory of his experience. Like, they showed him on the Vice piece. And the Vice video was only seven minutes. And if you go to our website, I'll have a link to the video. Or you can find it on YouTube. It's about him talking about, yeah, you know, I take all these medicine every day. And I suffer this illness. And I think I'm going to die, right? Every day. It's a fear. So this character is, like, his him telling that story of his anxiety and depression and fears. And, like, him having heart surgeries. It all represents that and it's a really interesting way of telling that. And the character is just badass. You're like this blue humanoid that has samurai cyberpunk drift powers. The one thing that's really hard is getting the hyper jump. So that's the thing. Like you can dash super fast. You can chain it. Some dudes have like a chain of 500 on the internet where they're just joining circles as fast as they can, pressing the B button. It has to be timed perfectly. Uh, my best is 19. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, well. No, I'm like, it can't be that hard. It's hard. <laughs> but it's a great, great game. And I like the story. And I like just, it gave me that Zelda vibe. But I felt like I was doing something the whole time, too. This is a buy it. I have to say it right now, too. It's a buy it. Oh, wow. You're you're really about it. Now, did you have any issues with the boss battles at all? No, one was, so, dude, I got tons of stuff in that game. I got all the guns. I got all the perks. I got all the, you know, I am like a weapon fiend in games. Like, give me an ultimate weapon. I got to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got all the techniques. I found all the... I got another achievement. That game had achievements, too, which I love, and I wish Nintendo more of. I got something called The Librarian. I found... Uh, there's four hidden, like, glyph walls. I want to say monoliths, right? But those pink things, right? 
Um, I did use like a guide for one part just to figure out something. And it was, I wouldn't have, if I didn't know that, I wouldn't look for things. Like if you have to look at the ground for the most of the time you play this, because there's little triangles, there's little hiddens there that tell you, hey, go here. I remember that, yeah. And that is so like, if I didn't watch that video, I would have missed it. And I probably would have been really frustrated with the game. And I think that's why people quit. Yeah, I don't think I ever understood that. Like, I'm sure they explain it in that FAQ. Yeah. But I remember being like, okay, here's more yeah. triangles. I don't know which way to go. And I know I definitely hit something where I was confused on which way to go. And I was stuck on an airplane. And I couldn't look it up. No, it was pretty frustrating. Right. See, I'm all for looking it up. I don't know your stance on it. My wife tells me that's cheating. And I go, it is not. Like, if you want me to spend time with you, it is not cheating. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Did you ever get Player's Guide? Uh, yeah, some. Some. It, it was normally a game that okay. I would beat once and then go back and mine Nintendo it. Power. Nintendo Powers. Yeah. Nintendo Power, great. I, I used to read that religiously. Until Game Genie uh, came out. Of course, then you get the cheese. <laughs> no, dude, it was it was I was such a fun experience, and it's like a fifteen to twenty hour game, and I really recommend get watching a guide or two and just letting it take you, so you know what you're doing, right? Or reading a guide, it, it will make the process easier for you. The reason why I say get it too right now, it's on sale on the eShop. It's like ten bucks. This is for its price point. If you can get it ten dollars, it is an automatic buy, even at fifteen. The price is twenty, and if you like top down adventure games with cool backdrops and pixel art then this is for you but if you're not really into that top-down zelda you want a different experience and it's and you don't want a challenge maybe you know it's up to you but i i'd say 10 bucks and give it a try you'll have fun i'd stand by that i mean 10 bucks is a great price point on a game like this you know the art style alone is something to behold it feels like so okay. go out and check right. it out yeah i agree that should move us into the news because we're talking about great games the big three news how about we talk about the video game award nominees that were just posted this week. This talks about all of the games that are going to be nominated for the game awards backed by popular demand. This is Keeley's big celebration of video games. It's been coming out for the last five Decembers. It feels like, and here we are again. And I'm excited about this, but I was not aware there were 36 categories when I was looking at I'm like, there's like 10, right? <laughs> and I know last year they did a bunch of pressers for new games, or like they did a lot of like releases, if I'm correct. They did, yeah. Right? And I guess they yeah. will have the exact same thing in this year's Game Awards as well. Like they yeah. normally sprinkle in a ton yeah. of game trailers, a lot of big announcements. It's kind of a cool show to be yeah, seen. Yeah, it's becoming more of a big deal. I like it. And I think video games deserve rewards like that because <laughs> they are ours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Careful now. Making big swings out here. Wasn't it Roper that was like, no, video games will <laughs> never be art? I've Roger and Ebert or Robert. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't know. Cisco and Ebert, one of those Cisco two. Cisco and Ebert was the first one. I don't know. Yeah, that might be it. They, no, he that. came out and said video games will never be art. Yeah, wow. it was a whole thing. Wow. That's a age poorly. I think you're just saying that because you're coming off of Hyperlight. But let's talk about Game of the Year. So the Game of the Year nominees yeah. are Doom Eternal, Final, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing and Last of Us Part Two are the six games nominated for Game of the Year. How many of those games did you guys play this year? Zero. Zero. I got a goose egg Zero. as well. Not one of those have I played. I played one. Oh, <laughs> was it Hades with your daughter? Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Life. You know what it was? Animal Crossing, bro. 
this is this is true. This is the game that everyone will always correlate with the pandemic slash COVID twenty twenty. Dude, it will. So it is it with game of the year. It's about the game too, but it's about the story, and it can be connected to the year. And what this did as a phenomenon for people, I think, is great. I think it gave people like a bright spot. It made some communities, you know, and made people appreciate each other more. Uh, my wife made a friend <laughs> from my son's school that had an island. Um, she kind of wants, my wife wants to start a new island. That was something she was talking about. And I was like, just start everything over? She's like, yeah, I want to leave it all. Start again. I was like, all right, if you want to. What, did she like collect all the shells? Why does she want to start over? She just doesn't like the layout. She wants just a fresh slate. Like, um, she, I, I don't get it either because I'm like, well, I because we have all the dinosaur bones in the museum. I was like, no, what? No, no, no. Don't. <laughs> I think that so, she needs to come to terms with the fact that if it is a building game, you will never be completely satisfied. Like there's always right, a better right. way to build. Like that's just the fact. Yeah, I'm. I'll be curious to see which one game wins game of the year. I would. I think Final Fantasy VII looks pretty cool, but I think there's a lot of good titles this year. I think this is a really good year for dude. Me. I you asked a couple of months ago. I think Hades. I think Hades is probably going to be the winner here. Really, man. People really love that, dude. Final Fantasy VII is a phenom too. I I don't think do if like okay if you were to pick one to drop if you were saying which one's gonna not make it for sure which one that you would be the most surprised would win like in terms of me being surprised on which one of these does not win yeah like which one do you think is not gonna win of these like there's if you had to bet your money like yeah this is gonna win or if it does win you're gonna be I mean I haven't played any of them but I would say Last of Us just because the negative reviews yeah yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And it's a little bit of the same from what I've gathered. Like, it's it's more of the same and then kind of mm-hmm. doubles down on some of the more violent aspects. Yeah. But I also think, from what I've heard, and never played it, but I think that the narrative tries to address the violence in video games to some extent, yeah. which I do find very interesting. And you played the first one. I did play the first one, yeah. And I liked it. Okay. I'll play this one eventually too, uh, it yeah. being Last of Us Part Two. But after yeah. coming off that first one, I almost needed to like disconnect from it. Like, like I'll come back to it eventually when I'm feeling get, like I want something dark, but I'm not going to hop back in right away. Get some therapy. Um, yeah. I would. I was going to say I don't think Doom Eternal would be... If that one, I'd be kind of surprised. Oh, dude. Did you play the Did you play the last Doom that came out a couple of years um, ago? Yeah, people love that one, but I didn't hear. That's the thing when people are comparing it to the last one. I don't think it was as hyped up as much because I think I I heard some people. I don't think it was in the news very long. Yeah. Right. It didn't dominate like gaming news. What do you think, Andy? Which one do you think can come off this list? I could probably see Doom Eternal. Well, I'd see that more in a, in the running for best score in music because I watched I've watched a few people mm. play it and. The, it's just rip-roaring rock, like heavy metal, like wild. Yeah. Um, I would have to... Ooh, I haven't seen... I would probably say just because it's a remake, get rid of Final Fantasy. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm think i with Andy on that one. I, I feel... I, I, I just don't even know. Because like, <laughs> no. that's why I asked, I asked the question is, which one do I think won't make it, or which one would I probably take off the list? The one I would take off the list would be FF7 because it's a remake. Yeah, yeah. but it's not. But it is. But it's not. <laughs> it, it's, but it is. But it's not. Um, Part one of seven of Final Fantasy seven. Yeah. What other categories do you want to talk about? What else is interesting? You talk about best narrative. Let me pull it up here for a second. But if you check out this game list on your own, okay. Like Casey said, there's like thirty, uh, over thirty. Is there thirty six? You counted them? Six. Yeah, because it's a ro- it's a six um, by six row, six times six. I'm just you must have a different screen than I do because that math does not <laughs> work out on mine. 
Oh no, it's five um, by six. You're so right. It's thirty. You're best... right. You're right. It's five by six. Oh, this isn't no, a very right. good discussion. The you're best right. art it's art it's direction is FF Seven, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half Life, Alex, Last of Us Part Two. Jeez, we're seeing a Final lot Fantasy, of Final Fantasy, Ghost, Hades, and Last of Us, and then Animal Crossing are going to be probably pretty dominant this year. I think that's my big takeaway from looking at this list. Again, I, I bet you, is music the same? Doom, Final Fantasy, Hades, Ori, oh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Ooh. Last Wister 2. Ori all the way, dude. I'm taking that. That score is killer. I'm excited because I always go through and make like the best games in the year, and I'm seeing a lot of the ones that I wanted to play like appear on a lot of these lists half-life alex seems to be getting a lot of uh, nods in this game of the year yeah. um or in these, in these game of the year nominees as well which i really want to play i just have to find a way to play it yeah ghost of tsushima it's like i want to play it but i'm not buying a P- what is it a ps4 yeah. or a ps5 whatever i'm not i want to play it on my computer i want it to look beautiful on my computer well maybe it'll eventually come out i don't that know ps5 controller sounds pretty cool <laughs> the more i read about it i'm like oh, yeah the triggers sound really neat the way that that they kind of respond to you the feeling too like when it vibrates yeah i'm i'm i, I would probably either system i'm gonna get i'm gonna go digital i think i'm making that okay let's look at one more category as soon as i can find it and i don't know where it went best ongoing game do you see that one yeah Let's talk about that because Andy, you play ongoing Best games. Oh. Ongoing games, yeah. Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. The fact that there's no spell break content. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're gonna have to use a non-vanishing potion to get back. Okay? I wonder if people. I think No Man's Sky might win this. I really do. Did you watch, uh, there was a YouTube video that's maybe like an hour long uh, that chronicles the whole No Man's Sky story. Yes. Just about like the development of it. Yeah. The overpromise. Sean, Sean remembers that because yeah. he was working for, yeah, we talked about that quite a bit. Um, yeah, it, and I think it's weird because it's, it's kind of a retribution story now that, hey, we made right. Mm. Like people are really enjoying the game and they're doing the things yeah. and they're going to keep adding, I think. So that's great. I love that. Um, I would like that to be it. If Fortnite won, I wouldn't actually be surprised either because I know how many people play that. Like, <laughs> and then and they might give it to Call of Duty. Are they calling Call of like is it Call of Duty Warzone or is it the entire Call of Duty? It's just franchise? Call, it's Call of Duty Warzone is the name. I don't know if that oh, would okay. be their new. I I think that's what they're done. I think that's it. Right? They don't rebrand that. Well, no. Well, I mean they're coming. They just came out with a new campaign. Or they are coming out with one. Right. They came out oh, with right, the, right. the Cold War stuff. Correct. Yeah. But I think that still feeds back into Warzone. Like if you go to launch yeah. the the Warzone app from that new game, it launches you into the gotcha. Warzone client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could take it too. A lot of people really enjoy that game. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty impressed with Destiny. My problem with Destiny is I logged <laughs> in and I don't know what's going on. It's just like you have 57 of these trinkets and a whole <laughs> bunch of this glimmer. And I don't know. Here you go. Here's some more stuff. Just watch a YouTube tutorial, Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to go over here and shoot things in the yeah, corner. There you go. It's always fun to play those kind of games too with someone. Like, I'm not necessarily into like MMOs like WoW for the story. I just want to play the game. So sometimes I like just, yeah, yeah just level me up, tell me what to do. Where's WoW on this list? It's Yeah, WoW is the greatest ongoing game of all time. What are they talking about? That is some hate. Yeah. That is some serious hate, man. Uh, it would win. I don't think anybody would diss. <laughs> uh, 
go against that. Like, there's no best MMO. I want that out there. Wow, wow, classic has been added to the list. So realistic would be what, and I would say poetic would be No Man's Sky. Yes. Po- oh man, No Man's Sky would be realistic. It would be realistic, and I think it's poetic, and I think it's the product. But if if it's a two horse race, it's them in a war zone. Yep. Speaking of war zones, I don't know if you've been to a GameStop as of late. Shelby and I know someone that <laughs> went to a GameStop and tried to sell his Xbox 360 back, and they told him no. And I bet you he felt. Yeah. I was like, "Did they call you a boomer? Did they call you the B word?" <laughs> yeah, and he was just like, uh, "Yeah, it was my neighbor." And the guy's like, "Just no, we don't buy these. These are 15 years old. Get this out of here." <laughs> this hunk of trash out of here they looked at him like what are you doing dude? they like totally took the wind out of his sails he came to my house he's like can i borrow a 360 controller i'm like yeah dude no problem he like drove it all the way down there nope and then i'm like hey if you want me to hoard your games for yeah, me you go. just give them to me poor guy he just did he say he felt old <laughs> that would be like i'm out of touch yes i'm, I'm not yeah. hip anymore i'm not with it you know <laughs> he goes yeah i went to sell it and i'm like wait a second this thing is 15 <laughs> years old i'm like dang don't say it out loud that yeah. makes it true uh well gamestop is actually trying to make some moves um they the shift away from brick and mortar retails is happening right uh cnbc wrote an article though the former ceo of chewy ryan cohen which is uh and i don't know are you guys familiar with the company chewy uh i mean i've seen their ads chewy now you're talking about the bars that you give to children dog, right dog treats and stuff isn't it <laughs> you give them to children <laughs> oh, i thought chewy was the dog dog treat yeah the pets. chewy bars man you didn't grow up on a good thing of che- chewy bars a, back in the day it's for pets bro what are you talking about <laughs> dude you're treating your kid too well if you're not giving them chewy i mean your kids have really nice teeth that's so horrible <laughs> No, he is former CEO of Chewy. He thinks they can shift it because they, if they move away from physical stores and start doing e-commerce, and Cohen thinks if GameStop makes that uh, use of their brand, they can make that transition. Do you think they, if they can go to online, like why would they? What does that look like online? Like just being able to purchase games and then have them to ship directly to you? Maybe, or maybe they. Again, I'm thinking more and more. It's going to be an app, and you're going to stream your games to their app. So, like, unless they start making games or making a platform to play games on, like Luna or uh, Stadia, like that's. I think that's the next shift. So I don't know if they're talking about that, and maybe they're selling codes for games. Or I like, mean, when you. When you're talking about Luna and um, Stadia, you're talking about billion-dollar companies, like right. billion, like throwing so much more money at that tech money to make that happen. Like, I just don't think GameStop is in that same realm. No, I think GameStop has to go back to classic trading, and each of the GameStops become like a warehouse, and you can make transactions for retro games there. But they like uh, some some of the GameStops would shift to. Like, okay, you're no longer a retail, you're a holding, right? And people are going to buy, and you'll hold on to these. Like, it just becomes, uh, and then they do it at the e-store, like they're saying, where they're selling retro games as well. And they've been doing that for a while, where you could trade in old, like, Super Nintendo games. They were taking that. Um, so I don't know why they wouldn't take, I don't think the physical stores would take 360s, but I bet you if your friend did it online, was thinking that. And maybe that's the move of trying to do, and maybe that's what's keeping them alive. I don't know. You know, like, Grandma doesn't know where to go. Like, she knows GameStop. She doesn't know really online shopping. Yeah. I mean, my biggest, the biggest head-scratcher for me is, like, GameStop has survived as a middleman. You know what I mean? Like, we need to get our games out the door. So we are going to ship them here. You are going to retail them. When that goes away, 
like what do you have left like when amazon is producing games and you have these other individuals that are going towards storefronts that are allowing people to get their games at a better price i just don't see where gamestop survives here um you know steam is there like all of these private developers are going to stores like epic right i mean epic, it's just right. a long hill to climb that said I've said it before in this cast, I'll say it again. I have very fond mem memories of GameStop, and I always want to have that store that I can go into and just peruse the game aisles. And if and when yeah. GameStop does go away, I don't know that there's going to be that resource anymore. I think there will be, but it's going to be like record stores. It's just going to be a hipster spot, like for real. Like the retro gamers are just the next, like, they're new age hipsters, you know? <laughs> new age hipsters? <laughs> yeah. What are hipsters doing right now without their hats and ability to well, loiter? I don't know. They're in their 30s and 40s now, right? The current, the last, the new age hipsters. Mm. They, they're wishing their steampunk worlds were real. I don't know. Their acoustic guitars in their, in their flats? Is they that got, what's going on? They got really into Bikram yoga. I don't know, like, what, what else could they do? No, I just think that would be, I could see that shift. But yeah, you're, you so that would be where you'd have to go hang out. GameStop, the hipster spot. Hipster stop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shoot. Okay. Cutting that out. I want to keep that in. That's our million dollar idea, guys. All right. What, buying the hipster that. spot? Yeah, I'm Print buying, it. buying that URL right now. <laughs> Done. That's what we should do, and then all we'll sell is like hemp bracelets, bring, records, and old video games. Bring your suspenders, bring your game boys. Yes, and ironic hats. There we go. All right. Uh, hipster spot. Well, we have a title for this week's episode. Very nice. I do too. Um, oh, that's good stuff. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. And I'm trying to find a good segue for this because HBO is doing something pretty cool and they're not, yeah, they're, they're trying yeah. to get into the gaming space too. Speaking one of business. Say that games, yeah, one would say that GameStop is the last of its kind. HBO show Last of Us is coming to, uh, the show HBO, Last of Us coming to HBO. <laughs> I don't know. So smooth. Yeah. Smooth jazz coming to you live from <laughs> yeah. The Last of Us on HBO. I'm gonna find some trombone music. <laughs> so no, HBO uh, is making a Last of Us TV series. Noise. Do you think they're gonna try to get Ellen Page? Like the person? Yeah. I hate to break it to you, but I don't think that person is real. Ellen Page? Yeah. She's in Umbrella Academy. She's a real person. Yeah. She's Kitty Pride and uh, oh, X3. Ellen Page. Okay. Uh, Ellen Page is uh, she's Juno. Juno. She's Ju yeah. Yeah. Is she the character model for that game? When you see it, it's her. It's clear as day. That was like one of the things. She got super mad about it. It makes sense. And Isn't her name Ellie in the game? I think that so. When she's yeah. a kid, it looks yeah. like her. I swear it is. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's Ellie. Yeah. Jo Joel and <laughs> Ellie. That's what I thought you were saying. I was like, Ellie? No, that's, the, that's, that's a fake character. Yeah. Anyway, now I get it. Yeah, she does look like her. They totally stole her likeness. They were just like, oh, this Juno girl, we're going to take her. We're going to turn her into a video game. There's nothing she can do about it. And we'll just give it freckles. And then we'll just say it's different. Yeah. There we go. Just just like sprink some pre from freckles on her yes. face. And then it's a whole new character. I would be interested in that because everyone talks about the story. So if, it, if I could see that story and not have to play it, I'd be interested to do that. Oh, yeah. definitely. It's in it's in the hands of Craig Mazin, who did Chernobyl, and he I actually listened to his um 
listen to his podcast every week uh, that him and John August do. These are like two oh. well-seasoned screenwriters. And Craig Mazin, huge D&D nerd, huge video game junkie. So I want to say for once, a video game adaptation is in the right hands. Yes, awesome. Um, what's their podcast? Uh, it's called, oh, what is it called? Uh, screen screenwriting, I think. I think it's just called screenwriting. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, check it out. They talk, I, I mean, they talk about movie scripts, yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's, uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, script notes. Script notes. There we go. Script notes. But it's all about screenwriting, about do's and don'ts. Also, so. what the hell is it called would be a great name for a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I need a rebrand right now. <laughs> right now. We're done. Let's rebrand it. We're done. Let's just start another show, and we'll do a second yeah, show. Yeah, screen notes. No, I, I'm excited for this. Uh, you know, the game was good. I enjoyed the game. Um, I played the first one very late, just this last year, and I could definitely feel the limitations of the console when I played it. So seeing something that is a on-screen adaptation of what that would look like, I think they'd really do some cool stuff with the characters. And everyone, that's the thing. It's the story. That's why people keep going back to that game. So I think, yeah. I, what what shows would you like to see made? What game series do you want to turn into an HBO series or Netflix? You know, you have The Witcher, and Witcher's really well done. Yeah, I did. You watch The Witcher? Did you like? We're the Witcher? We're gonna talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> oh, noise! I'm okay. All right, we'll put that on hold. The thing I liked about The Witcher is that in the books, it was very mm-hmm. much um, short stories. So it was like the Witcher coming to a new town, going on a different plot line, and it would be done by the end of that short story, if you will, in the book. And I didn't feel like they really, I didn't really feel like they leaned into that in the show. So I'd like to see a show about that, almost like Mandalorian is right now. Like you go in, there's like almost a contained quest with a bigger through line, and it's just really cool. Just more Witcher, or what game would you want to see that? I think something in the Witcher universe would be really cool. Oh, like a spin-off. Interesting. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, sure. That's exactly mm. what I meant. That's a great idea. Print it. <laughs> Take that one out of the cast. Cut it. Uh, Andy, what about you? That's going to be a new thing. Cut it. <laughs> when we have a million dollar idea. Cut it out. Uh, there was this game I used to play called Guns of Icarus, where you're pretty much in a steamship. It's kind of like steampunk. Um, and there hasn't been enough steampunk, I think. I think what was the other one? Mortal Mortal Engine, uh, Mortal Engines that Peter when, Jackson did. That Bioware or Bioshock? Isn't Bioshock um, steampunk? It might yeah. be. Yeah, yeah that's steampunk. That might be as well. For sure. Yeah, guns. Yeah, Guns of Icarus is all about just it's airship combat where you're just oh. in like a, you know, a a thing. But it, you know, cool. this would the series would would investigate all of the different political social dynamics of all these different civil you know civilizations trying to survive. Um, and go out and salvage shit and fight each other. Instead of on the ocean in boats, they are in these floating boats that have crazy ass cannons and stuff. Yeah, so, that would be kind of <laughs> yeah. cool. that'd be kind of neat. Did uh, I could see did the Last of Us really have zombies? Good... They have the weird alien um, things. Are they actual yes. zombies? Zombie yes. adjacent creatures. Yes. Right. Flowers well, on definitely zombies because that's what it's all about. Yeah. Is like if you get infected, then yeah. you're done for. Because I would say like. The Walking Dead is on its way out, in my oh, opinion. Okay. I mean, I stopped when Negan showed up. So this could be the little breath of fresh air to keep, I guess, the zombie genre alive, aside from, you know, some of the independent yeah. films. But 
But I think this would be this would be something to kind of keep it a little bit afloat because I don't think that new Walking Dead series is going to be that good. And they're still I think they're they finishing the final season right now, maybe of the the Walking Walking. So I I knew that I was done with the Walking Dead when I realized I had fallen off and I wasn't even like a third of the way through the series compared to where where I was with it and where it is now. Like I did not get very far. I think I got to like the governor series seasons, which is like two or three. And they're well beyond that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of zombie, though, I watched Zombieland 2 for Halloween. Whoa, time out. Are we going to go mm-hmm. into what you're watching? What you watching? What you watching? Uh, what are you watching? So what did you watch for Halloween? I watched Zombieland 2, which I enjoyed quite a bit. I mean, I Zombieland 1 is one of my favorite movies. Zombieland 2 came out a couple of years ago, and I just never got around to see it. They're fun. And um, yeah, Zombieland 2 was better than expected. What happened to you a couple of years ago? Why couldn't you see it, Shelby? Dude, what you have kids, been? and then oh, you can't watch right. adult films. It's, yes. well, wait, that sounds bad. Um, you can't watch <laughs> films for a mature mind. <laughs> yes can't watch rated r films right? <laughs> yes there you go that's the safe way you watch that what platform did you watch it on um it was on amazon prime really? no i take that back my wife bought it for me oh that's um nice. it's an amazon movie oh okay. they're tied so, into it somehow so it wouldn't surprise me if it's on prime so you own it on prime your amazon i account. own it on dvd because i am a caveman oh nice and i must have a physical copy that's just how i roll not even blu-ray not even Blu-ray. He's a hipster, bro. We talked the hip spot. We sell DVDs. Dude, the quality, the quality is better on DVD. Yeah, just don't It's really artsy, man. bro. It's not. I know. It, it's really not. <laughs> no, I actually, my wife knows me well enough to get me both copies, the DVD and the Blu-ray. Like, because I don't oh, know yeah. why I want both. So I'm going to combo pack. And so you watch that. Anything else? Dude, I'm, I, apparently I'm watching a lot. I am actually running through the latest season of Rick and Morty, which came out this spring. Oh, uh, yeah. I like Rick and Morty. I'm a fan. It's That's just right. like a galaxy romp. And it's just like, you know, the drunk uncle and the, the grandson. and they're <laughs> Drunk just, grandpa. Drunk yeah, grandpa. they're on random adventures. I think the writing is pretty good. Like, I wouldn't sit down and like study it but it's uh i i like it i think it's 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 good i don't mind it i think the fans are a little much like there's people that are really bad and you're like let's calm down like <laughs> this is not appropriate to talk about at the grocery store <laughs> no i i get that that's cool i i that's on hbo max too now so was, oh is it mm-hmm. there you go have you watched any of it yeah i watched like uh season three and i need to watch season four um i started the first three episodes i watched the first three episodes of the witcher like that want to finish it the other thing that's been distracting me though is a uh, it's an anime it is about a boys volleyball team in high school it's a slice of light like sports anime about like positive attitudes and it's okay enough for my kids to watch it because they're just about like tr- pushing themselves for perseverance and like yes there's a message there and my son thinks it's really cool how it's drawn so i was like all right but volleyball, I learned a lot. I didn't know there was positions in volleyball. Did you guys know that? Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a volleyball No, volleyball in California is big. Kid, there's a males uh, league. Like, we don't have that here in the Northwest. So, like, people are like, I play, I lettered in volleyball, bro. Someone can be listening and telling us right now. It's a big deal on this anime. I'll tell you that much. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, but it just makes me smile. And then I watched this other anime. I'm watching an anime called Animaniacs. Oh, yeah, that's back. <laughs> it is back. It is back. It's much better than I anticipated. I was like, oh, I'll turn this on. Sure, why not? 
and it was just referential enough for me like yeah the kids like it i can enjoy it as an adult like i'll watch some more of it my daughter has started to go uh pinky pinky and the brain 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 so i know my parenting is going well that's that's what i know uh, what about you andy you watched anything fun uh definitely definitely still on mandalorian can't get enough of that second season is uh oh yeah it's fun it's being shaped and i was super impressed that carl weathers directed the last episode he did yep he directed it and it was action-packed it looked really good you yeah. guys know my stance on star wars and andy always was so patient it's like just try mandalorian just try mandalorian. <laughs> and so is sean sean's been uh, sean's known me for years so i think i'm gonna actually give mandalorian a shot the sequel the sequel trilogy like episode seven eight nine completely destroyed me in terms of just like what is star wars anymore but the mandalorian brought it back so really has really brought it back it's made it really really fun uh it explores a lot they have a lot of they have a lot of fun with it and i think i talked about it maybe maybe i talked about it last time um last time i was on but it honestly feels like a couple of the writers a few of the producers and some of the actors all sat down and literally just role played it out because like we we can we can jump or you haven't you haven't seen mm-hmm. season one at all i am not in i star wars okay. is okay like i have never been yeah. i think lightsabers are cool and that is my highest mm-hmm. level of interest when i watch it and i've seen the first six and i'm like okay like if i had just saw the original i the the first three ruined it for me because i'm like i don't want to know that and i've seen clone wars and clone wars is cool and they should have done more of that i've seen a lot of star wars for someone who doesn't like it that much I just, I'm okay with it. I have some fondness for, like, the first movie. Do you like right? Westerns? Yeah. Yeah. I do oh, like then, Westerns. All right. Okay. So you're you're going to eat it up. Okay. Um, did you ever read Lone Wolf and Cub? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an anime. Or that was a manga. Uh, but if you think think of Lone Wolf and Cub in a Western setting, and what? boom. There you go. Mandalorian. Okay. So okay. Get, okay. get a spare pair of pants and start watching. Oh, this Lone Wolf and Cubs is very famous. I've heard this one. Yeah, that's Dark Horse ran that too. Yeah. 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 But, I'm gonna uh, check that out. It's been fun. It's been really enjoyable. Uh I've also I think I'm gonna call myself a nipster because I'm a nerd hipster because I have <laughs> go to work. recently I've gone back and started re uh rewatching Red Dwarf. Oh, I love Red Dwarf. I love Red Dwarf. Yeah. Do you know Red Dwarf, Shelby? I do not know what that is, no. Oh man. <laughs> How do we sum it up? You go so, first. I'll let you take the floor. All right. It starts. It starts with uh, there's a a deep deep space mining vessel called Red Dwarf, which they go out, they mine planets, they get resources, I guess, to bring back to Earth. Um, after there's a radiator, there's like the lowest of the low on the ship, like the third technician. He smuggles a cat on board and the cat has to get quarantined and he has to be put into stasis in case he was carrying any of the cat's diseases so that there isn't just a huge outbreak and everybody dies on the ship um well lo and behold he gets put into stasis and just as the cat is about to be incinerated um there's a there's some kind of radiation leak that kills the entire crew and three million years later this guy is brought back out of stasis and has to survive while Three million years of evolution of this pregnant cat has developed into this humanoid Felix Sapien creature. <laughs> and yeah, and the only person to keep this guy sane, this human sane, they bring back a hologram of his dead uh, bunkmate. What? This guy named Rimmer. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. It, <laughs> it is 
It is fun. They take a lot of ideas about science and make it. Make they it do. Comedic. It's a great. It's a great British. So that's British the thing. It's series. British, and it, I was gonna say, think yeah. of a British comedy, kind of like the original Office or the IT Crowd, just that awkward British humor. You know <laughs> that, like, oh, the, the 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 cringy. You know, like these moments are. Um, yes. And it's with so, a sci-fi backdrop. It has that great humor. I have Googled yeah. it, and this says there's 12 seasons yeah, of this dude, show? Yeah, this was a PBS killer. Yeah. Like, PBS would be like, hey, it's Red Dwarf Marathon. Like, it was a thing I remember as a kid looking forward to. Because, like, I could get PBS in my room with that cable. It's like, I could get that. And I was like, all right, Red Dwarf. I'm going to stand up and watch Red Dwarf. And there's, like, 10. <laughs> and this was, this is, like, the BBC model of it being, like, six episodes per season. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Okay. And so, that kind of that thing and then there sense. were times where there was three years in between making it and yeah. stuff like that but um but they just released their 13th i think like it, it's technically a movie but it's they counted it as season 13 <laughs> um i think and i the whole reason i started watching it again was because i watched this season the season 13 one through britbox through amazon mm. and then i went back and was like oh yeah let's do it like actually just before we started to record i had to finish season <laughs> Uh, what? Let's see. What season is this? <laughs> I think it was season three, episode. That's six. why you I were had running to finish that up. <laughs> and then I'm like, and I'm like, now I'm ready. <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. But yeah, great, great little show. Um, it grows Dude, on it's you. Great. It grows it is, on. You. I have fond memories of yeah. it. Fond memories of it. It's yeah. just like you have to like, okay, this is strange, but it's good. <laughs> the production value just gets better and yeah. better as yeah. the decades yeah. progress, which is funny <laughs> yeah. too. But but they had, you know, old school models, you know, shooting shooting in front of blue screen and stuff like that and, you know, miniatures and stuff. It it was it, it's it they they made the best with what they had and the rest was made up with really, really great writing. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting some serious Farscape vibes off of this. I yeah, think it's yeah, I think so. it's like the same uh time frame I would imagine though. Yeah. Farscape maybe a little bit newer. Oh no, uh yeah, Red Dwarf came out in nineteen eighty. Oh yeah, just yeah. kidding. Yeah. That's yeah. way older than I expected it to be. It's thirty years old. I would I would put Farscape and Guardians of the Galaxy closer together. Than, yeah, than I, I totally that. So if we're still talking about shows that we're watching, I have been watching American Housewife with my wife. We are oh on gosh. season five. <laughs> And they totally just wrote out one of the actresses as one of the daughters. They just switched them between <laughs> series four and five or uh, seasons four and five. Just like straight up replaced her. That tells you no one's watching. That tells you no just one's like, watching, look. dude. What are you doing? Why are you, why are you jerking Because yourself? it's a good wife show. You know what I mean? We're going to watch, you know, this this a very easy show. sitcom. You know, it's light. You don't have to watch it. Sub, Subsegment yeah. of the show. Wife, wife show. show. Yes, wife um, show. Dude, I have a wife show. Uh, my wife and I have been watching Uncharted, which is on Disney Plus. Oh, it's on right. TV now. Love that. And it's Gordon Ramsay's oh. show. And where he cooks. So I always know Gordon Ramsay as the yelly man, you know? But when you really research who he is, he is a like one of the best chefs in the world. You can't take that away from him. He has multiple Michelin stars. He has a three-star Michelin restaurant. He was a professional soccer player. He has a black belt. He does all the everything he does. He's really good at. But the concept of the show is he goes um, to a country or a state, or to, he goes to a certain region in the world and respects the culture of the food, learns how to cook the culture. Will like go fishing, mountain climbing. Go. He was in, I want to say South Africa, and he had to cook for a 
I don't want to butcher it because it'd be offensive. I think it was Zulu, uh, chief. And yeah. like he's on the like rocky reef, like clamming where these giant waves are coming and hitting him and that could kill him. Um, he does some mountain climbing in it. He goes deer hunting in Hawaii, which looked really cool. And he's, and the, the bow hunter was making fun of him pretty bad after it's like, he's like, you did a good job of not hitting him. Like he said something along those lines, but he's super competitive guy, but he's actually very nice. And it makes yeah. you really appreciate the food. And like, I, I, when it makes me want to get out of the state and travel and want coronavirus mm-hmm. to go away. Cause I want to go to some of these places. That's what COVID has taught me. And speaking of COVID, because it's Thanksgiving's coming up, and you guys just had Thanksgiving, people are listening, it's Black Friday. What were you most thankful for this year? I'd like to, you know... Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) I'm thankful you asked. Oh, there we go. All right. Into the show. I go first. I'm thankful that we did this podcast. I think this has been a really fun experience, and it's been a fun endeavor, and I'm enjoying it. And I'm thankful the the closeness that COVID brought to my family. Because, like, we've had to really bunker down and really be with each other and support each other and spend more time with each other than we would have. And I will never miss that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I would say that I'm pretty thankful for what COVID has taught us in terms of what you need out of life. Um, you know, you, we've really had to go back to the basics on a lot of different things. And I think that it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're ready to be done with COVID. I, I know I am. Like, let's get outside and play and visit other territories like you mentioned. But at the end of the day, I think that mm-hmm. this is a very special Thanksgiving because the world is so much different than it ever was. And you didn't really realize how good we had it until we were put into this scenario. I got I'm definitely grateful for, I would say, yeah, COVID it is, it's brought out a lot more communication with, uh, with me and my partner, Lara. Um, we're definitely supporting each other a lot more. Um, definitely grateful that I was laid off. Um, I will gladly admit I was at a place where I, I felt like my soul was being sucked away for six, seven years. Uh, I wasn't being challenged creatively. Um, it just mm-hmm. seemed it was just going going through the paces and yeah finally saying you know what well i'm gonna be home what can i do and yeah i said you know what i i had streamed a little bit here and there um i said you know what let's give this a real shot and um i'm extremely grateful and thankful for my audience and my community that has started to to show up and support me and say hello and keep me entertained while i try to keep them entertained so uh, grateful for my dogs too. They're great. They love getting treats on stream. So, but, uh, but yeah, no, there's, there's nothing like just sitting, sitting somewhere and just, just, you know, just have one hand on your dog. Just, just I wish pet, I could experience know? that. I have a so. giant cat behind me. He's okay. <laughs> He's not really a pet. He's like a roommate. Uh, yeah. Well, on that note, Andy, we love having you on with us. And um, we're, you I, you. I know we're all going through a transformation and it's exciting to have you on this yeah, ride man. with us in terms of you coming on this podcast and, you know, doing it. We're doing it. We're doing life, guys. Yeah, we're man. moving forward. Loving and it. I think that's a cool piece of the world we live in. So that said, um, check out things. Armored Andy. You know, he has a show. If you haven't checked yeah. him out yet, do so. You're streaming. Do you have any days that you're streaming, Andy? Uh, I'm doing... I'm- I do, let's see, Monday, Tuesday. I usually take Thursdays and Sundays off. So yeah, what do you want? Around any any day that's not those days. <laughs> <laughs> but I usually go afternoon and sometimes into night. So. Nice, nice. How about uh, socials? Do you got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, twitch.tv yeah. slash 
uh, armordandy and twitter.com slash armordandy. The transformation of the transformation. Dude, this is like Inception style. I love this. And if you want more of us, you can check us out on Twitter at underpoweredpod, on Instagram at under.powered. Check us out on our website, underpoweredmedia.com. Shoot us an email, emails at underpoweredmedia.com, or chat with in the Discord. Thanks for joining us. We out. Play your games.